Frank, go ahead. Get up in there and pick those blueberries. One blueberry. All right. They're pretty good this year, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Blueberries, good for your eyes. Let's go up and have a Bible study. We're going to talk about mm -hmm. prophecy. Testing, are we there? Okay, what we're going to deal with today is a beautiful passage from Psalms. I'm going to use my, my reading glasses. My eyes are starting to fade a little bit. It's close-up reading. I usually have big text, but uh, this time I'm going to use right out of the Bible. This is Psalm 22, and it's absolutely amazing. A prophecy that was made 1,000 years before Jesus died that tells what he was thinking when he died on the cross. And it gives quite a bit of detail about his death that is revealed in the New Testament. This is David that wrote this a millennium before Jesus died. Psalm 22. The very first words of the psalm are the first words Jesus spoke on the cross. And the last words of the psalm are the last words Jesus spoke on the cross. That right there is amazing. First words, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? We could call this, why did God forsake Jesus? Now, when Jesus was on the cross, he was bearing the sin of the world. He was bearing your sin and my sin. He was carrying it. It was laid on him as if it were his sin. And he felt the grief. He felt the darkness. You know, Jesus felt lost like I have felt in life. He felt guilty. He felt ashamed. He felt uh, like a lawbreaker because God made him, the Bible says in the New Testament, to be sin for us. Now, he didn't commit the sin personally, but he was suffering as if he had. He was taking the place before the court of heaven. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? So it must be that in that moment, when it, even though it was planned from eternity that Jesus would die such, in that moment when he bore our sin, when he was hanging on the cross nailed there, and God's face was turned away from him because he was carrying all that sin, it must have felt awful for Jesus. It must have felt awful lonely. And God didn't answer. So there he was the first time in his life that God didn't hear him. Why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? From the words of my roaring. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime and in the night season. Why day and night? Because it got dark like night while he hung on the cross. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praise of Israel. He said, even though I 
can't get to you, even though my prayers don't reach heaven. Do you, you ever feel like that, like God doesn't answer your prayers? Well, God didn't answer his because he was taking your place. So Jesus knew what it felt like. He said, our fathers trusted, they were delivered, but not me. I'm a worm and no man, a reproach of men. I'm despised of the people. And he was, at that point, he was despised of the people. He said, all they that see me laugh, they shoot out the lip, they shake their heads saying, and this is what they said in the book of Matthew when he was hanging on the cross. He trusted on the Lord that it would deliver him. Let him deliver him now, seeing he delighted in him. So in the midst of blaspheming Jesus, they actually praised him because they said he trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him. Now, he said <laughs> that he could have called 10,000 angels. That'd be a big bunch of angels. And I'll tell you what, you don't shoot them down. They come with swords and shield, and they move like lightning, and they are God's messengers and his defenders. 10,000 of them could have come, surrounded him, and stopped this from taking place. He knew it, but he willingly came to suffer and die. He said, I was cast upon thee, God, from the womb. Thou art my God from a mother's belly. None of us could ever say that. Why art thou so far from helping me? Many bulls have compassed me, the bulls of Bashan. He said, they gape on me like a raving and roaring lion. I'm poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. Now, there's a prophecy of Jesus dying. His bones were out of joint. And you hang on a cross, it pulls your arms and elbows and wrist sockets out of joint. Backbone begins to separate all my bones are out of joint. My heart is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a piece of pottery. My tongue cleaveth to my jaws. He was thirsty. Thou hast brought me to the dust of death. So he's describing that process as he hangs on the cross. He said, I may tell all my bones. You count the bones. They were exposed. They look and stare upon me, and they stood around the cross thus, certainly. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. You can read that in the New Testament Gospels. They took his garment and tore it into four parts for the soldiers to share. But then his vesture, which was one woven knitted piece, couldn't be torn. So they laid it down the ground and cast lots gambled to see who would get it. And that's confirmed that exact, that's what took place in the New Testament. He said, My, why art thou so far from helping me, O my strength? Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorn. And then he said, I will declare thy name unto the brethren. I will sing praise unto thee in the great congregation. Now this is quite amazing. They pierced my hands and my feet. So here's a prophecy that Jesus Christ would come and his hands and feet would be pierced. His body would be naked. He would be hanging there exposed for all to see. He would be thirsty on the cross. He cried, I thirst. He would die 
for the sins of the people, paying the price for what you and I have done. And then he says, my praise shall be in the great congregation yet. He said, the meek will see this and be satisfied. Your heart shall live. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and the kindreds of the nations shall worship thee. So this is going to work something amazing, that people all over the world will turn to God and worship God through what Jesus is doing here upon the cross. He said, It shall be counted to the Lord for a generation, it shall come to pass that they shall declare thy righteousness unto a people that shall yet be born, that thou hast done this. So he said this event is going to be proclaimed to all the nations, to all the languages, to all the worlds throughout all time. And many people are going to come to God through it, that he hath done this, or that it is finished. And so this prophecy a thousand years before Jesus came and died tells us what Jesus was thinking while he was on the cross. Psalm 23 tells us what happened while he was dead. And Psalm 24 tells us what happened when he made his triumphal entry into heaven after being dead three days and three nights. So the Bible prophecy, this is one of 250 prophecies of Jesus Christ. The fact that before crucifixion was invented, it would predict that his hands and feet would be pierced, that he would die hanging up like this on a cross for all to see, naked, his bones being exposed, being out of joint, and that he would do it for you to bear your sins, to pay the price for what you did, what I did, for what we all did, and that it would be a complete payment so that your sins will be removed forever based on Jesus' death on that cross. So that's why Jesus died, and that's just one of 250 prophecies in the Old Testament of his coming. You put them all together, and it's quite an amazing list, detail of Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. All right, got to get back out there and help the kids pick some blueberries. It's going to be a hot one today, and uh, those are all my grandkids. And... Uh, Oh, I see they've already finished. That's good. That's good. I'm glad they got through. See you next week.